It's Mary Foley. How can your nail color cheer you on to embrace that life is an adventure? I know, I know, no one has ever asked you such a strange question. Well, today's guest embraces that life is short and every day is a new day. And she shares how her nail color plays a part. Listen in and let the adventure begin. Tired of so much chip happening? Discouraged by so much downer news? Weary from chronic crisis? Don't let the chips keep you down. Welcome to the Live Like Your Nail Color podcast, where the tips of your fingers and toes are ready to inspire you to not give up and to keep creating the business, career, and life you want. In each episode, we flip the chip and let our fun nail color with that crazy fun name cheer us on to remember our strengths, embrace the power of choice, see life as an adventure, and know resilience is only a touch-up or change-up away. Get ready for a good time and a good laugh with your host, Mary Foley. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back and welcome to episode two of the Live Like Your Nail Color podcast. I'm Mary Foley, a business coach for women entrepreneurs who has been slugging it out with clients in this pandemic party. And together we've grown and we've created some amazing results. But let's be real. Aren't you tired of constant change and challenge? It's like that nail color that keeps chipping. Well, this podcast is dedicated to flip the chip because I truly believe the power to change your world is at the tips of your fingers or toes. Now, you may not realize that your nail color is inspiring you to do four specific things right now. So I'm just going to clue you in on what those are. They are what I call the essentials of living like your nail color. And that the first one is remembering your strengths, just like that favorite color that you have on your fingernails or your toenails. And you just love how it looks and you just feel good. That's what your strengths are about. The second is to leverage the power of choice. Hey, there are a lot of colors out there. Let's not limit ourselves. But it's about being comfortable with trying new colors. The third is to boost your resilience. Hey, your nail color is going to chip. I don't care what brand you prefer. It's going to chip. Sometimes a little chip, sometimes a big chip. But you know what? It's just, you know, a touch up or change up, a way to you know, get them looking good again and uh, fix things or redirect things in your life. And the fourth aspect of living like your nail color is to embrace that life is an adventure. We'll get into that a little bit more. Sometimes it's the adventure we love, sometimes not so much, but having that perspective can help a whole lot. I mean, who knew that there was so much at the tips, your fingers or toes. Now I've asked some friends to share from their experience so you can see how living like your nail color shows up every day. I mean, it's simple stuff, but it makes such a big difference. And uh, so, you know, nothing like also just having a lot of fun doing it. So I want to get started. And today's gal pal is Shannon Loy, owner of The Social Ginger. That's a social media, media agency in Richmond, Virginia. And they specialize in strategic social media management and consulting for service driven brands. Hey, Shannon, welcome to the Live Like Your Nail Color podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank I you, Mary. I'm excited too. Hey, you know, a little transparency, you have been a huge encouragement for me to do this podcast and everything Live Like Your Nail Color. And I got to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because, you know, we all need friends and we all need supporters, but daggone it, in the last couple of years, it's be even, it's been even more critical. So thank you again. Oh my gosh, you are so welcome. <laughs> And this I'm, is so perfect for you, Mary. Oh, well, 
<laughs> I, I appreciate that. Well, I want I want to dive in because I got a bunch of questions for you as we explore these four essentials and how they kind of show up in your life. And the first, yeah. you know, the, the first essential of living like your nail color is to remember your strength. So before the podcast, I asked you to take this brand new quiz that I created called what is your nail color persona? Because it reveals some of the things about you and your strengths. So what did you find out is your nail color persona? Well, just so you know, I took it two times. Yes, two times because <laughs> I have a multiple personality disorder. Uh, no, really. I, I took it once uh, and I, you know, my favorite color is purple. It's my brand. So I like to wear purple. I like to wear purple on my toes and maybe on my fingers every now and then. Um, and so I went with that. I went with the purple. And for that, I got soul sister, you know, so, uh, you know, it was pretty, pretty in line. I, I, I liked what it had to say about me. Um, and then, but, you know, truth be told, generally, because I use my hands a lot and I'm outdoors, I am usually a naked Nelly or a naked color on my hands. So it just depends on what I'm doing. Right. So you know, it, it really hit home because, um, you know, I do really believe it says as a naked Nelly, I'm authentic. I'm modest, real sensible. Uh, you know, those are pretty much in line with who I am, you mm -hmm. know, and the purple uh, came out comfortable in my own skin. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it pretty much spoke. So both of my personalities seem to merge as one somewhere in there. <laughs> Well, actually, I, I kind of see it as not necessarily multiple personalities because those kind of align to me. Right. Yeah. I mean, so it sounds to me like, hey, most of the time you're naked Nelly. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's just just how you roll. Although I know from personal experience, you may not do your fingertips a lot, but almost always are your toenails not done. And they oh, yeah, have yeah my toenails right now are gold because <laughs> bringing in the new year, it's all about the money, girl. Okay. All right. So, right. So yes. You're like prosperity, bring it on. See, yes. so I think the thing that people, um, a lot of guys like, oh, I don't do my nails. And what they really mean is I don't do my fingernails. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I know I've done, a, I've done a survey way in the past that basically most women will do their toenails far more than they'll do their toenails and their fingernails. Okay. But more and more doing some fingernails because you know, it's kind of so easy to do. And it's a fun little thing to do. But what I love is, is that, you know, you, so you got like, all right, practical naked Nelly on top uh huh, and you got a little bit of, you know, fun going on on your toes. Right. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> and, and so and, and, and I think a lot of women listening can relate. And I love the purple comfortable uh, in your own skin. Oh yes. my gosh. It, who, so, so you, I'm curious then for the last two years with all this change and this challenge, how have these strengths that, you know, are showing up on the tips of your fingers or toes, how have they helped you? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the colors or the strength, I mean, it, it's all representative of trying to stay positive and keep goal oriented. Like what's the next step and feeling like I'm going to get through this. It's going to happen, you know, and, and, you know, generally, you know, my tone is a positive one because uh, quite frankly, it's more fun to be positive. So, you know, staying positive and staying focused and staying goal oriented has really helped the last two years. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, is it goal oriented or gold oriented? I mean, you do have oh, gold. I like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this whole Good idea. <laughs> so have being comfortable in your own skin. All right. When I think about the last two years, there's a lot of opportunities <laughs> 
feeling uncomfortable. Right. And, and so, um, you know, did you draw on that strength often of being comfortable in your own skin or did you have to redefine it sometimes or have to reflect on that to get comfortable again? Or did, you know, to talk Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. I, you know, I think just being, just trying to continuously uh, know that this too shall pass. Like, you know, this is just another bump, you know, and I, I think honestly, some of that comes with maturity and aging and going through different life experiences. I think if you asked me the same question 20 years ago, I would add a different answer, but now it's kind of like, you know, okay, this has been a tough two years. Unlike any two years that I've ever experienced, but knowing that I've made it through some other obstacles in my life has really helped. Um, and uh, over the years, the journey of learning to stay positive and finding little nuggets of things to focus on that gets you through to the next point, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So I love this, uh, focus on the little nuggets every day, mm-hmm. you know, particularly if, uh, it's, those are more of the things you can control. Yeah. There are a couple of things that you tended to notice more in the last two years that, that like an example of a little nugget during the day that just, you said, that puts a smile on my face or I'm going to, I'm going to allow it to put a smile on my face. You know, I find humor in anything I can find, you know, cause, cause laughter is definitely the best medicine. So try not to take things too seriously all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding a way to just let go, uh, smile, look at the fun side of things. Um, and that again, goes back to the positive side of things. So you know, if it's, if it's a tough day ahead, you know, just trying to break it down and find ways to find little points that really bring you back to something humorous, whether it's watching a YouTube video or it's talking to my team and, you know, talking about a funny story or whatever it is, but that's what it's about. is just kind of breaking it down instead of looking at these, these sort of long haul situations, you know, um, because, you know, life's too short. You got to take those moments when you have them. Yeah. Well, also, we don't know what the future holds. I mean, we can try, we can plan, obviously, we can be intentional, we can move in that direction, but to get all freaked out about the the future when we don't know for sure, right? Well, I I was thinking, you know, I know you well enough, there's two things right off that I was like, little things that you do sometimes that dirt, you know, that are these nuggets. One is that I know you love the poop emoji. Not sure how <laughs> you, love, you love emojis, period. You're into social media. That is your thing. But somehow the poop emoji just kept coming up. I guess it made you laugh. But it does. Uh, that over the holidays, you actually had a whole uh, tree, Christmas tree, that had a poop emoji hat on top. You had yes. a poop emoji light. I mean, it was covered with also some other emojis. I mean, that was hilarious. You put pictures of that on social. It was great. I know. See, life's too short. I mean, you know, people are, you know, asking me like, girl, why? <laughs> I'm like, why not? I love that. I mean, I, I got, you know, I have my own office. I can do whatever I want. I put up an emoji Christmas tree and it had all kinds of versions of the poop emoji and other emojis. And oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Yeah, it just came down the other day. So that was a sad day. Yeah. That's okay. We we still, the mochi still lives on. Hey, I, I I wouldn't put it past you that Christmas in July, you know, so I'm <laughs> back halfway through the year uh, just to, just for the heck of it and having fun. The other thing is recently on social and you do a lot of things on social, obviously you do it for your clients, but you do it for yourself and your yeah. agency as well. And that is that you did a whole 30 second dance break. But oh my gosh. 
yes. you, have, you have this push button that you said you found like uh, an Amazon or, or served an ad and and then uh, you pushed it and you could hear the voice saying, you know, now I don't know. It was like it was like a very 30 second dance party, 30 second dance break. Right. And then all of a sudden yeah. there's this music and then you're just yeah. like dancing around. I just thought that was hilarious and fun. Oh, my gosh. You know, I stole that idea from Grey's Anatomy. There was an episode and, you know, being doctors, they have stressful moments all the time. And it was one thing after another. And one of the main um, actors was like, oh, let's do a 30 second dance party. And literally they just started breaking down, you know, like and I took that idea and I ran with it with a presentation I did. And that was a hit. And it's just kind of fun to kind of circle back around and do that. You know, um, I brought I, this button that you speak of. Mm-hmm. I brought it to a, a recent team meeting and I pulled it out and they all looked at me. Well, we're not dancing. <laughs> I said, the heck you are. <laughs> so I hit that thing and I started dancing myself and they are all just laughing at me. One day, what, they, none of them got up dance. One day they will. I promise Hurry. you. Everybody needs a leader, right? That's and right. That's right. I can't yeah. help but think about everybody dance now. Bum, right. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. We're yeah. Just uh, uh, dancing on on the podcast. All right. So, yeah. um, I love I love this, and you know, it, it does take a little courage to be goofy, but mm-hmm. I would rather personally laugh than be stressed. It doesn't mean exactly. like. There, it's it's a mental stress break. I love it. Merton Bill, Mer, Milton Burl, who is an act, a comedian, excuse me, that many people are like, who is that? All right. You can look it up. But anyway, he's no longer with us, but he was a really famous comedian of his era. And he has a quote that laughter is an instant vacation. Yes. You come back from vacation, by the way, <laughs> laughter is an instant vacation. Do you ever forget or minimize your strengths? particularly when chip happens? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we all get those moments of being tired, overwhelmed and stressed and our patience wears thin and we're like, why me? Why does this keep happening? And sometimes, you know, I mean, you're, you're handed, forget my French, the shit bucket, and it just keeps happening and happening. But again, yeah, I mean, it, it happens and you have to just kind of pick your chin off the ground and just like keep going, you know, keep rolling with the punches. Maybe take it. Yeah, out. it does happen. It happens <laughs> a lot. And, you know, when that happens, um, you know, I, I look I look to my friends. I look to uh, my support network. Um, I look to uh, <clears throat> we haven't talked about it yet, but I don't know if you're coming up with that down the road. But my bicycle. I, I know you love the bike. I love the I bike. Love to get on my bike, better, right? Literally, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it happens. It it happens to me. Uh, you know, I, I would have to say, probably as frequently, I think, as anybody else. Really, you know, it's just how you deal with it that matters. Yeah. Right. Well, you're going back to Naked Nelly, authentic, mm-hmm. grounded, right? Solid right. sister. You're like, all right, what's the reality here? I love it. I love it. I want to share with everyone, if you're listening right now going, I want to find out my nail color persona too. All you have to do is go to mynailcolorpersona.com, answer three questions, and Shazam, you will get what is one of the five nail color personas that you are. And also, what are the strengths? What are the assets? And sometimes watch out when chip happens. All right. So another essential of living like your nail color is leveraging the power of choice. Now, everyone wants the freedom to choose, but making a choice for your life or your work can sometimes be intimidating or scary. 
So Shannon, I'm curious, what are several choices you've made in the last two years, especially that took some guts? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, I hired my first full-time employee at my company Mm. right before COVID. Okay. We're talking like a month before and then COVID hit and oh oh my God, I was like, okay, this is not going to be pretty. Um, (laughs) Somehow, somewhere, some way we actually had one of our, we had our biggest year yet in 2020, Um, just because we do digital marketing and a lot of businesses really needed support in that aspect. Yeah, makes sense. So um, one of the biggest choices I made was to power down, like, you know, basically start growing my team, you know, with, with the, you know, insecurity of knowing uh, if things could turn worse, if, you know, all of a sudden businesses completely shut. I mean, like nobody could afford anything anymore. I mean, what was going to happen with the, uh, you know, economic scene as far as, you know, being able to support paying somebody like, like my agency to do the services we offer. But I felt like the time was right. I felt like it was the time to hire. Um, and then as we moved into 2021, I committed in, uh, by uh, signing a lease and getting a new office. Well, you had a lease already, right? I mean, I know yeah, well, you I had like but... a month to month kind of situation, right? Okay. All right. So it was easy to get out of and it wasn't as much of a financial risk, uh, you know, and then I turned and I was like, you know, I had this goal, this vision, my team was growing. I needed a bigger space. Um, we needed to do, to do different things within our business itself and have a video studio. And I took the leap of faith and I secured a, a, a space for our company. At the same time, many businesses were aborting and going completely virtual, mm-hmm. you know, so that was a bold move on my end, I feel like, to, to make that decision. And, and you know, quite frankly, I think about it often. I think, was that the right decision? But I do still believe that it was, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, really, so mostly for, you know, the, the chances that I took were involved in my per, uh, my professional side of my yeah, life. Yeah, right. Yeah, but those are really yeah. gutsy. I mean, you, this yeah. is all about you were taking uh risk and, and growing now it, it, it but we were in an environment that felt way riskier to mm-hmm. do what you did which was uh grow your start to grow your team i mean did you ever have moments where you were like oh my gosh um you know i've got these these employees what <laughs> what about payroll like you don't want to fire yeah. them because we don't right. but even when it's in a crisis they're like hoping you don't fire them. They're wanting to also make sure that they get paid. Yeah. I mean, were there scary moments like that? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it happens quite frankly. It has happened quite frequently. Um, you know, that's what keeps me going, though. That's what keeps me energized um, because they're important to me, and and having them employed is important to me. Um, you know, um, they have lives too, and I would hate to be part of you know, them, you know, having to diminish the quality of their life because they lost their position and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I think all of us, though, on the team realize that. And that's why we all work so hard, you know, to make sure that um, we're doing the best we can for our clients um, and helping them the best that we can so that uh, hopefully that does not happen, that the payroll won't be available to support, you know, who I have, you know, on my team. Right. And as this pandemic partied on, was it easier to keep pivoting and adjusting and making these gutsy choices or what did it get harder and harder as things was things went on you know as we continue to pivot and as we continue to have to pivot um that got easier in the fact that you know it, you know i understood the process that it took to do that 
Right. Um, you know, however, it was harder because it was kind of annoying. It was like, can we be done with this already? You know, like, <laughs> I was like, no, like it was harder. It was just still thinking about this. And there's still a part that mourns our world from two years ago, two years ago, and what that life was like before the pandemic hit. And so, you know, I think back to those days and I'm like, dang, I really wish we could go back. But then again, I think, oh, you know, actually a lot of things have changed for the better, you know, and, and it's, you never see that, you never see that silver lining when things start happening. Right. I mean, it just, it kind of happens and you're like, whoa, okay, this, there's a reason for what happened. Um, you know, unfortunately that reason's not the same story for everybody, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I really think that, you know, now that we've had to go through so much change and making different types of decisions, it, it, it further makes things a little easier as far as um, the stress level that was initial, like, like when, when COVID hit, I, everyone was kind of like, crap, you know, like, well, you know, right. what are we, we going to do, you know, and then you have to get, you have to work through the motions and you have to figure it out. And we all had to do what we had to do, you know, and now it's still going on year two. And we're almost kind of all becoming kind of professionals at it. You decided I'm going to keep choosing, 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 even if you had to <laughs> decision fatigue, but you know, mm-hmm. you're doing that. So to me, that's the power of choice, you know, that, that you can get better at it. It's like a muscle that you can. Yeah. And well, and, and I'm curious what this statement means to you, because people might be going, OK, this all sounds great. What in the heck does this have to do with my nail color? All right. I truly believe you can change your life, mm-hmm. your business, your career, one nail color at a time. What does that mean to you? Um, you know, as we move through life, you know, we find things that are inspiring that help guide us to our next decision, you know, um, whether it's a quote or it's something we read and learn about or what have you, uh, you know, I think about nail color and the difference of the different colors and what those types of colors can evoke in emotion and excitement. And, you know, so, you know, when we think about what next nail color we want to put on our fingernails or our toenails, it, I think it correlates with, how we want to make that change in our life and what inspired us. So like, you know, New Year's Eve, I was painting my toenails and I was like, I'm putting gold on my toenails because I am inspired to make more money this year. Mm. You know, so it's, I think it's the same kind of thing. It's like, we think about certain colors and we think about, um, you know, that in correlation with what are we doing? So like green and money and like, you know, gold and, you know, so anyway, um, I know it's a lot, but that's kind of how I think of it. You know, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm hearing too is like by deliberately choosing the color that you might put on your fingers or your toes, it can support either emotion you want to feel or um, an aspiration that you have. You know, it can a reminder to uh, to help get you in a more positive state. You know, I, I'm hearing a lot of deliberate choice, an identity thing. You know, yeah, like, right? You know, Shannon, one of the biggest reasons I've heard why women don't color their fingernails, in particular, their fingernails is because they chip. And there's a lot of chip happening on our nails and has been happening in our life and our world in the last several years. And I'm just curious, you know, what does it mean to you to be resilient? Um, My biggest thing is to remember not to sweat the small stuff because there's enough big stuff. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, like it's just, you know, they, 
you know, you just got to pick your battles. You got to figure out what is it that, that you should really be focusing your energy on. Um, and uh, the small stuff, you know, just it's going to do what it's going to do. What's going to happen is what's going to happen. Um, and then the other thing is, is thinking that this too shall pass. Like, you know, every day has a day and then there's always another day. So, um, you know, with those types of mindset, that that's really helped to keep me resilient, you know, keep mm-hmm. me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy to let the small stuff get under our skin, doesn't it? And have us just, just be distracting, triggered or distracted or reacted. Right. When you have found yourself, cause Hey, I know you're human, just like the rest of us. So let's say you're going along with your day and this is like in the last couple of years and, and you, you did, you started to sweat. So something happened and you just were like, you know, you just kind of went off inside inside of your mind and maybe your emotions and, and started getting really fearful and you knew it. Right. Yeah. Was there anything that en- enabled you to just like, all right, stop, <laughs> just stop. And it's like, go down that mental, emotional road anymore. Is there anything mm-hmm. that, that you, you do, or you, you tend to do when you uh, let the small stuff really, you know, get to you? Um, you know, I'm, I'm desperately trying to figure out where I heard this, but, um, it, it, there was a thing uh, that I heard once that says, you know, um, countdown, you know, five, give yourself like five seconds of pity partiness, you know, take a, take a minute and just be like, oh, and then get it out of your system and then move on, you know, because it, it, you can't continue to just let it weigh you down. Um, you know, in, in reactionary wise, I mean, we're all going to react to something in one way or another. So whether it's going to irk us, if it's going to be, you know, stressful, confusing, whatever the situation is, feel that emotion and then move on. And so I try to remind myself to do that when that little stuff hits and say, you know what, I just, I just don't have time or the bandwidth at this moment to deal with this. I'll come back to it later, or maybe it will go away. (laughs) That's a hope. Hopefully it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or at least you come back to it. It's not as big as it was first at first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when you have that, that, that kind of like got a vent, right. Kind of like, mm-hmm. I, I love that because you're not denying that it, it feels bad in that moment, you know, or that you're frustrated or that you're bummed or that you're hurt. It's just that, uh, and you're not going to push it down because it, you know, studies show it'll come back up. I mean, you know, you, yeah. you have to recognize that. But I love this. I give it a certain period of time or a short period of time and then, you know, uh, and hopefully let it dissipate and then and, 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 and try to move on or at least start to go to the next thing or even a, a deal with that thing. Um, you know, you have a team. You have people. Yeah. Now. You have people that either are, you know, some of them I know are right. What in person and some of them are virtual and any day could be different. Would you would you? tap into a team member and say, you're not going to believe what happened. Or do you tend to like reach out to a friend or you like, nope, I just journal it and I let it go that way. Do you have a go-to way that you vent? Uh, you know, I do like to go, ah, you know, what just happened. I like to like verbalize it, you know, yeah. and then some people are like, calm down, Shannon. I'm like, no, no, no. I just, I just need to just get it off my chest. You yeah, know? Yeah. And, and then, yeah. And then once you're done with that, then fine, moving on, you know? Um, and uh, so, yeah, if I happen to be in my office, I'll do that. I'll go wander over next door to one of my team members offices and I'll say, would you believe, you know, and then go through all that. Um, sometimes it's just like roll your eye moment and just be like, okay, I'll get to this later. You know, you just don't even want to, you know, waste your breath on it kind of thing, you know? So Um, but, um, yeah, (laughs) that's usually what I like to do is just kind of like, just 
make some kind of loud noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so all your team members know if there's lots of loud noise going on in Shannon's office. Oh, go in her office. I was going to say, either you run or you run, a, run to or you run away. It sounds like you just wait to see if it continues. Right. Yes. <laughs> Do you need to call 911? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, and resistance, um, not resistance, excuse me, resilience can be like a muscle, right? The more you use it, the stronger you get, but your muscles can ache a lot in the process too, on the journey to get stronger. Do you feel like your ability to bounce back from setbacks is stronger now than two years ago? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. I, um, you know, it, it, I think part of it is just, you know, you when you get more and more challenges thrown at you, you get better at dealing with them. And then, you know, the age, you know, as we get, as we age, you get more mature, we've dealt with more. <laughs> so <laughs> I like two years talk- ago, I was two years younger. <laughs> yeah. In the last two years, if it like the kind of thing that you've, you've kept making choices, you've kept responding mm-hmm. to the external factors. You've probably kept reta- responding to internal feelings and, and factors. Uh, it's instead of two years, it's been more like five, six, mm-hmm. right? It's multiply, you know, effects that that's right. So your muscles gotten stronger, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm curious how you think about your own personal comfort zone. Has mm-hmm. that expanded pretty much stayed the same? Do you have any thoughts that have shifted about a comfort zone? Now, when you say comfort zone, do you mean just like in a public social setting or comfort zone in dealing with life? Either way, you know, because I mean, you're a business owner, so you've got mm-hmm. the public, the, the marketplace and the business setting, right? It was more public and you've got your mm-hmm. own personal comfort zone, perhaps or your personal life, your own relationship, yeah. relationships. You know, I, 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 we all have had where it's impacted all of our lives, all the last right. years, no part of our life has been untouched. So I'll let you define what you want, what part of your life in terms of that comfort zone. But, you know, boosting our resilience would, would typically mean we, we stretch it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I, I, I feel more confident and more resilient or, or the ability to have good resilience, but is, you know, there is a part of me though, that has really embraced my introvertedness over the last two years and has um, enjoyed working from home every now and then and not going out to so many social settings. Um, That being said, I, you know, sometimes miss it, um, but it's a muscle to get out there and meet new people and talk to people. And when you're not using it all the time, it's more draining, um, especially when you have an introverted personality, you know, and I think uh, this past summer I went to, um, a conference. And after the first day, I was worn out. I did not want to talk to another person. You know, I was like, go back to the hotel room, chill out, you know, and look at the television, you know, have dinner by myself <laughs> and look at the television. Um, but, you know, so, so that aspect has kind of been different because, you know, I've, I've, I've found it to be okay to say no to social events. To, to keep my personal time to key things, key friends, key family members. And so that's helped me with my schedule and feeling better and more, you know, comfortable with not knowing my schedule is completely crammed all day long every day, because prior to COVID, you know, driving around all over the place, we're going to meet people, clients, you know, people want to have coffee and talk to you and, 
get to know you better. I mean, there's a whole lot more going on. And now it's kind of like, you know, I kind of got an excuse. I can cut some of that out, you know? <laughs> right. And <laughs> be more productive. So, um, yeah, I mean, so anyway, so that's that side of the business of, of my life. But the other side, of course, is, you know, the regular resilience has certainly increased because I've, I've gotten used to this situation, you know? You know, it'd be really simple for any mm-hmm. one of us to look at the pandemic party as a, as a complete ongoing pity party right? Kind of a thing. Exactly. But doesn't it kind of just suck to be in that mental and emotional space? You would think, you would think it's amazing how many people haven't gotten beyond that, but yeah, you would think that that would be the deal. Yeah. But we're going to wrap things up and with the final, but sometimes the juiciest essential of living like your Neil color. And that is embracing that life is an adventure. And yes, even on the tips of your fingers and toes uh, that can support that life is an adventure. Shannon, what does it mean to you that life is an adventure? Um, You know, you never know day to day. Every day is a new day. You wake up. We think we're going to go a certain way for that day. We have certain appointments or we have things that we have on our schedule. And I'll tell you, every day throws a curveball in there somewhere. Okay, so that's part of it. (laughs) The other part is, is, we can, we can make our own destiny. I mean, we can make decisions. We can decide, do we want to, I don't know, go skydiving, uh, you know, drive a race car around a racetrack, whatever we want to do, it's always an adventure. And for me, um, when I have the moments and quite often I, I need to make the moments, um, I like to try to get out there and do different things, experience different things. Um, because gosh, darn, it's boring if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't be doing the same thing day in and day out. And, and that's one of the reasons I really love having my own business is because really every day is an adventure. You really don't know what's coming at you. You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, I, gosh, I've, I've had moments where I'm kind of like, oh, you know, I really could use another client. <laughs> and then lo and behold, an email comes through. Someone needs to talk to me about social media marketing services. So you just you just don't know. You know, and and like that, I love it. I love that. Um, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs, but man, it's it's fun. It's it's a fun ride. Yeah, but you said certainly not boring. That's mm-hmm. there's and and I realize that some of this is personality type. I mean, some people mm-hmm. I think they get it's easier to say yes, life is an adventure. I don't want to get bored, and they're like ping ponging all over the place, right? Yeah, they may not necessarily. Sometimes they struggle with perhaps forward enough progress, right? And then there's others who um, are like steady Eddie. They just want everything predictable and everything similar. And boy, I tell you the last couple of years that if if that's you, that I I feel for you because that is really hard. It's, it probably would be hard to like stretch your comfort zone because life is basically crashing in saying you're going to dag on it. Right. Kind of a thing. So, you know, I know that some adventures also we sign up for. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you were talking about like uh, skydiving. You didn't say skydiving, but that's what came to my mind. Anyway, you create your own adventures. Some some we sign up for um, like yours, deciding to start your own business. Others we don't like the last two years overall is an quote an adventure right? that we didn't necessarily sign up for. How has the change in the challenge of the last two years impacted just how you look at life? Um, <clears throat> personally, um it's made me really reevaluate what's important to me in my personal life, you know, um, being able to get out there and experience new things, um, you know, constantly be working on my health and 
um, you know, my relationships with my family and my friends, because life, quite frankly, is too short. Um, you know, I mean, you hear stories all, all we've been hearing stories, you know, about people, uh, unfortunately, succumbing to COVID or even just other things such as heart attack or cancer. You just don't know, you know, you don't know when your time's coming uh, or your loved one's time is coming. So personally, you know, I want to embrace those moments as much as possible with those who are in my life and just take in what I can for myself, you know, and, and, and live life to its fullest. Um, professionally, um, it's, it's better prepared me, you know, um, you know, it, you know, there's been some ups and downs, you know, financially with the business um, because of the influx and outflux of clients or changes and payroll and all that. And so it's really taught me how to best project and save and be more better focused on how to run my business also. Um, and also giving me the strength to go, wow, we can, we can do everything virtually. Like we can still roll, you know, it's, there's just, you know, it's, it's, it's given me that extra comfort, I guess, mm -hmm. professionally. Well, you, you know, you've talked a, a, a couple of times, you mentioned the, the ups and downs, which I appreciate you being human. And, and a lot of business owners have had those ups and downs, but you've also said, you said 2020 was one of your best revenue years yet. Right. 2021 was better than that. Ah, see, so it's <laughs> that's the talk about an adventure, right? Yeah. So I yeah. think the thing is, it's so easy, particularly if someone, you know, business people to um, and owners to compare about, oh, well, I made this much revenue and look or look at this other person and how much, you know, uh, their business is growing and assume it was an easy ride to get there. That's just mm -hmm. not true. Right. Earned no, every not. cent of that. And there was a lot of up and down, but in the net, it all was up. In fact, higher yeah. uh, up, which, which I think we can forget in the moment, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it, it, it's easy when life is an adventure. And I, and I understand that it makes me also think about, all right, so how can your nail color support you in this life as an adventure? And I, I actually have what I call uh, two rules for picking a polish on purpose. I mean, I know it sounds funny, but it's just like, all right, I'm going to put color on my nails, fingernails or toenails instead of willy nilly or always going to my go to one that I always put on. How about I just use the simple experience to pick a different color or a, a, and, and something that's on purpose that's going to help me along in my adventure. So with that, sometimes I think, you know, I, I talk to a lot of women about their nail color. And, you know, it's so funny and interesting to me as there are some women who always pick the same color, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm always going to do a pale pink and that's it. I'm always going to do French manicure and that's it. And then I think, okay, so if you want to nurture that life's an adventure, pick a wild color. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what's the wildest, most daring color or design that you've ever put on your nails and why did you do it? Uh, well, the most daring one was uh, recent, I put something on called solar flare. I love the name, right? <laughs> it's the color and the name, both. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it, you know, it's a color street color option and it just, it had like this transition from like purple to like orange to red. And of course it had all my fun colors in it because I tend to like purples and reds and oranges and yellows and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so you know, I'm usually a naked Nelly, you know, on my hands, not my feet, 
Yeah. You know, so yeah. if we talk about feet though, now when I go in and I get my pedicures done, I like to think of the time of the year, where I'm at, what I'm, what I'm doing. Um, and that's how I make a decision. I also kind of rotate around a little bit because I never want to get the same color. It's all about spicing it up, you know? Uh, so you put on these solar, what you call it? Solar nail? Solar flare. Solar flare. With all mm-hmm. these great colors. Mm-hmm. How did, you know, you'd, you'd probably before that time never put it on. How did you feel? Uh, I loved it. It was like, it was, I had solar flare on and then I had the gold toes and I was ready to bring in the new year. Cause I put it on right before new year's and, uh, you know, I got to look at it for almost two weeks, you know, till chip happened, uh, you know, and it was great. It felt great to have on there. And now I look down, I, I got to get some more solar flare. Cause right now I got the naked nails going on. So, oh yeah. Right. Uh, you know, but it, it was fun. It was, it was really fun. Another cool thing is, is that because I am naked nails a lot, the people uh, in my life noticed it. And they're like, oh my gosh, that looks so cool. You know, and that made me feel good inside. You know, I was like, oh, you, you kind of like me with this on there. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I mean, solar flare makes you like, I am burning things up, right? Things oh yeah. <laughs> making it hot, baby. Hot. Right. So speaking of life as an adventure, uh, what's a current adventure you're up to or you're planning? And are you oh. planning, by the way, to wear any particular nail color to go along with it? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, okay. So I, I love bicycling. Uh, my goal this year is to bike, uh, the great Allegheny passage trail. It's going to be happening in June. I'm actually going to be doing parts of that trail. It's 150 miles long, uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to Cumberland, Maryland. And so I'm going to bike several chunks of that trail and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, now, as far as nail color, um, I got to think on that one. I mean, but that's it. So it's like an adventure. So maybe um, some sort of glittery, uh, you know, <laughs> orange, yeah, blue or something, you yeah, know? Yeah. All right. So, all right. Full transparency. You're mm-hmm. like, Mary, do you want to do this adventure too? Because we've been doing a lot of biking together. And I was like, ah, let me check this one out. Of course, you know, being the social media uh, expert that you are, you're like, watch this video, look at this site, all this and the stuff. And I was like, dang, this looks like fun. So we're doing this adventure together. We have some time to also figure out what nail color we're going to be wearing. Yeah, maybe we should coordinate. Well, we're not doing the same thing. All right. No. (laughs) That's right. Because we're going to get excited. We could be twinsies. We could be. So that's the adventure. We will figure that one out. Hey, listen, I cannot believe we're out of time, but before we go, Shannon, and I want to thank you so much for sharing from your personal experiences and tying that into living like your nail color. If others want to reach out to you and connect with you, find out more about Social Ginger, you personally, what's the best way they can do that? Hey, so the best way is my Instagram account. Uh, It's sloy98, S-L-O-Y-98. Uh, and, uh, you know, find me on Instagram. It has my business information on there as well. The social ginger, or just come see me at the social That's, that's my website. Love it. All right. So thank you so much for listening to the live like your nail color podcast. We'll be back again with another episode, um, and talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Live Like Your Nail Color podcast. Ready to live and laugh more? Know a friend who could use some of that too? Then subscribe at livelikeyournailcolor.com or your favorite podcast app. And share this episode right now with the person who popped into your mind. 
Together, let's flip the chip to be stronger, smarter, and happier. 